0: Welcome back to Entertainment Talk, today I'm here to do another DC Talk episode, I am your host Matthew and uh, yeah, I suppose these have become a semi-regular sort of thing because we get so much news about DC so often and some of it is uh, interesting to, to talk about. I guess I could start doing these for the MCU stuff but that is that always seems to be contained within sort of... Um, actual like events and announcements like when they did the um comic-con stuff and they announced the avengers film so i've kind of covered some of the most recent mcu marvel stuff anyway but uh there's some interesting situations that are continuing to go on with warner brothers discovery or wbd um they're still just warner brothers to most people aren't they we've got batgirl to talk about aquaman shazam 2 black adam um a lot to talk about with batman as a character. And the last thing I've got to admit, and in my notes. Yet yeah, again. Because we still have to talk about. The Flash. What else was I going to say? Um, and the situation. Over there. Um, I'll try not to be too negative. I, I don't like being too negative. I'm going to try to look at this in a. Semi-optimistic way. But I tell you what. David does love and Warner Brothers Discovery you're not making it easy. You're not making it easy for me. I I, I want to be excited by DC stuff. I want to be looking forward to it. But when you start moving things around. And cancelling films. And doing other stuff. You make it very hard to get interested. Or to get. I, I'm interested. The interest is still there. But it's the the difference between the interest. And the excitement. I suppose is the main takeaway here. Because it's an interesting situation. To talk about and discuss. But it's not necessarily an exciting or a nice one to talk about. So I will do what I can do with the information to hand. I just want to say by the way, before we get into all of my notes here, I haven't got specific dates for everything written down. Um I didn't feel the need to go and look up every single thing that I'm gonna talk about properly because I'm here to kind of give my opinion on things and not just give you news as to like, here's the dates for stuff, here's the dates for this, so uh, yeah, there's information out there, but I wanted, mainly just want to just want to talk about the situation and give you my opinion, which kind of goes beyond just, like, when are these films coming out and whatnot. And I suspect, anyway, because um, we've got new dates for Shazam 2 and for Aquaman, they'll probably be moved again anyway. So instead of me going and looking it up and copying and pasting it and all that type of stuff, um, I, I don't suspect that's the last of it. So because um, it's uh it's a weird situation we got going on here and uh David Zaslav has got some things to answer for um some people to answer to. He's got some question marks over his head already. Let's get this let's, just let's let's, uh, let's let's get into it. Um Batgirl. Um, now I've talked about some of these things in a certain amount of depth on Geek Town. But, um, I have my own episode here which I can talk about them again and in different ways. Um, Bad Girl got cancelled, as we know. A $90 million production, uh, tax written off. Now, I'm not, um, quite a business person. I don't work for Warner Brothers Discovery. I don't quite know fully what that means. What I think it means, from what David kind of discussed with me, is that... This film can't get released. Um, but again I don't work for Warner Bros. Discovery. So I don't know everything about all of that. Tax can be a strange thing. But anyway that's what has been described as. Is a tax write off. Um, been reading a lot in the last couple of days. I mean I read a lot of stuff on the internet. Uh, obviously DC stuff related. Um, that They... The company and the directors and the people involved. Obviously, Leslie Grace, the actors and that sort of thing. Have had or are going to have a funeral viewing. I've never, ever, ever heard of that phrase before for Batgirl. Which is where they'll do like a... This is a very strange situation. They're going to do a funeral viewing. So that the directors and actors... Not directors, the director... Or whatever uh, the people involved basically with the film are going to watch the film that they made with the executives and stuff i don't know quite who is going to this funeral viewing party well not it's not really a party is it? it's a very sad situation um to watch the film one last time before it gets erased Warner Brothers seems very, very hell bent on just completely destroying this film. I was also reading some bits and pieces about like the the people making this film got locked out of getting access to this film. Um, I don't think that the terms that have been used with this, like tax write off and funeral viewing, I've never really heard those terms used, before, like particularly with funeral viewing. I've probably heard. The sentence tax write off here and there. And just not remembered. But specifically the phrasing of funeral viewing. Not really heard that phrase before. Um Did they think that's like a nice idea? Or a good idea? I mean funerals aren't nice things. You know. But for a film. So it's like. The people that made this and were involved in this. Are going to watch this film. Um One last time. And then like that's it. It gets erased, and um, that's that's it. I just yeah. try Like what could have possi- what could have possibly been so bad about this film that like tax write off ninety million down the bin, funeral viewing. Delete it. Erase it. Scrape it from the earth. You know. Don't make any copies of it. Like unless there's some legal stuff within that that I'm not understanding, which is which is possible, but. They just seem to be like, nope, put this in the bin, just, just, you know, scorch, scorch it, scorch the earth of it. Um, it, it can't exist. But there's still multiple people out there, myself included, that, that, that are like, okay, even if you don't make this canon or whatever, like, there is people out there that still want to see this film. Um, uh, myself included. I read really, This was my, in terms of the, like, after the Batman and everything came out in, what, March? Um... Because not not many new DC films since then have actually been announced. This was my most anticipated DC film. Batgirl. Um, Looking forward... I'm intrigued by The Batman 2. And what's going to happen with that. But you've know got uh, Flash, Aquaman 2, Shazam 2, Black Adam. All all these other films as well. Super Pets is Super Pets I suppose. Um, But Batgirl was the one I was most looking forward to. And yeah, it's disappointing that I'll probably never get to see it. I do wonder if somebody... Did, did nobody get a copy of this somewhere on some USB drive or hard drive or something? Because I'm thinking this film's going to get, like, I don't know where from or who would do it, but that somebody might leak this film at some point. Um, uh, I don't know how. I don't, I don't know how, how it will happen, but I don't know. I, I have a feeling in a few years that this film's just going to, like, pop up on YouTube or or, or like, on... Daily motion or something like that I don't know Or on some like I don't know Um, How big of a video file can you put on Twitter Can can you leak it onto Twitter probably not Um It'll get I, I have a weird feeling this will get leaked onto Some place on the internet somewhere Some website somewhere Or something obviously YouTube DC could just be like Nope copyright strike it down And they could probably claim it or whatever Um But yeah What was so bad with this film And I'd like to know you know i'd like to give i'd like to see it give my own review and judgment of it um and see like cuz it could be very much a situation where we as the audience see this and we're like oh no 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 you shouldn't have released that like ugh what was that and there could be another situation where we all watch it or something um and we think like oh that was really good like why did you want to get rid of this um my mind keeps going back to and i know we have new people in charge now this surely couldn't be worse than Joss's Justice League, because that, t- in my opinion, to this day and age, of the DC and Marvel films I've seen or comic book films that I've seen, that is by far the worst one because it's not actually put together properly. Your opening shot of 2017's Justice League from Joss Whedon is the Superman lip shot. How how could how could Batgirl top that? And from what we'd seen from behind-the-scenes stuff, which isn't much, and obviously it's raw footage, raw pictures and that that haven't been put into a production quality, everything looked great. I thought Leslie's suit looked great, I thought the Bat-cycle, Bat-bike bat, cycle, bat, uh, bat bike thing, whatever it's called, looked great. I'd seen little clips and images of her riding around on it, it looked good. Um, also supposed to have Michael Keaton's Batman in this, so yeah, unfortunately we won't see it, but who knows, who knows, who knows what will happen with this film, um... Apart from it not getting a theatrical release. Like, really, you couldn't just dump this on... Like, if you wanted to put, like, a disclaimer at the front... You know how some films can kind of have... And say, like... Hey, audience... I mean, you've already made it. You've already created most of it. Um, Couldn't you literally just, like... Dump this on the HBO Max... um, If you didn't intend this for a theatrical release... And say, like, hey, this isn't part of our plans... Or whatever. Put some sort of disclaimer at the front. And say, like, hey, this isn't in line with DC uh dc's vision or i I don't know some sort of thing like that and then just say like hey we had a lot of audience requests so here it is um just remember at one point there was rumors and there was plans for zack snyder's justice league to get dumped onto hbo max unedited there was there was discussions and rumors of that and there was gonna be there was talk that there was gonna be a disclaimer at the front of it and say like, hey, this isn't fully edited, there isn't VFX shots, but to see the cut, to see the footage of it, here is what we can show you. Obviously, they gave Zack some more money and he finished it off, and it was a fantastic film. So, yeah, um, it, it's also interesting to just remember that like the old Warner Brothers regime didn't like Zack's Justice League, but enough fan campaign and demand went on. Um, I hope the same thing happens. I hope that some sort of, like, release the Batgirl film or something... Release Batgirl gets trending and stuff. um, And it comes out. Because, hey, look, I could watch it. It could be, like, the worst DC film ever. But I don't know, because I haven't seen it. So, it's it's a big, big shame. But it just seems like David and, like, Zaslav and Warner Brothers... Are just gunning to destroy this film. Um, So... Yeah, there we go. Uh, Nothing else really to say about that. Disappointing. I wanted to see it, but um, it doesn't look like we will get to. But who knows? Who knows what could happen? Who knows what could happen in this industry? It's a a fascinating industry that we uh, follow. All right, I thought I'd pop this in nice and early. Uh, The Manscaped ads that we do. Uh, So, of course, we are sponsored by Manscaped at the moment. They sell different men's grooming products. Uh, Very, very high quality, very professional, first-hand quality made. From the packaging to the actual items themselves the actual equipment itself uh they just sell different razors shavers ears and nose hair trimmers different deodorants clothes all sorts of different things to take care of your grooming needs uh for men of course you can buy the products for yourself or somebody else treat uh somebody else or yourself whatever the occasion may be or both if you'd like to do that uh so you don't even need to look up or google manscaped you can of course just uh, look, on click on the link in the show notes if you look in, look in your show notes you'll find a Manscaped link, click on that, have a look for yourself at the products, they've got different sort of sets of things different packages of things as well so if you don't just want excuse me, if you don't just want one item from Manscaped uh, you can get a few different ones, so have a look out for that as well different sort of sets of things which is good uh, but you're probably wondering, it will cost you money, it will if you want to buy some stuff from Manscaped, but we've got the good deal with them at the moment once you get to that promo code box or once you select what you want get to check out and um uh, go to pay for whatever you've got don't forget to type in that promo code EtalkUK. that's e-t-a-l-k uk that's and then click apply you'll get 20 off your order with manscaped and a very nice bit of free shipping as well um if you don't want to listen to this part again and find me saying the uh Promo code is written in the show notes as well, next to that Manscaped link, so you can copy and paste that, pop it in the uh, promo code box, click apply, get your 20% off eTalkUK, E-T-A-L-K-U-K, 20% off free shipping with Manscaped. Thanks to Manscaped for sponsoring Entertainment Talks podcast, and of course, thank you very much for listening Alright, with all that out of the way, let's talk about Aquaman and Shazam 2. Uh, I don't, again, recall what the release date was for Shazam, but Aquaman 2 was delayed, I think it said 25th of December, 2023. It's, it's wild, it's wild. Um, again, these release dates, don't need to go and like, look them up and whatever. They'll probably get moved again um, in between this and then. Uh, but no, I believe Shazam was scheduled for November, wasn't it, originally? Um, again, all of the... It's just such a, like, mess in terms of... These films are just darting all over the place. And, like, you've got The Flash, which is supposed to be a big reset. And that's getting moved about. And you've got all these, like... Uh, just, uh, yeah, they just keep moving their films about all over the place. Um, I don't know why they're all getting moved. I mean, there's a there's a thing here um it says black adam is still getting released in october um then i read warner brothers discovery doesn't have the cash to release more than two films this year so for the rest of the calendar year for 2022 uh and i didn't write the name of the film down i think it's called sorry darling or something there's a new film coming out with florence Pugh and harry Styles, which i quite like the look of that's coming out at the end of September, or at least currently scheduled for the end of September. That's a Warner Brothers film, because of course, remember, they do make films outside of DC stuff. Uh, that is not a DC film. So basically, the plan is Black Adam two, uh, Black Adam 1 and uh, this Sorry Darling film are the two films that Warner Brothers can pay for between now and the end of the year. And they've apparently racked up a couple of billion in debt or something like that. Um again that not, that figure will probably change over time. Um why is a big film studio like Warner Brothers um having money trouble? Uh, apparently this was like debt that was carried over from the previous regime to now and David Zaslav has just had it put at his lap. Um but I mean like <sighs> I don't understand... I don't really, like... It's not as if... Because when you talk about debt and big companies... And Warner Brothers Discovery is a very big film studio. With lots of IP. You've got um, a Harry Potter game coming out. You've got... Because uh, they don't forget they make games as well. They make games, TV shows and comic books. And Elder comic books is more DC Comics, isn't it? Um... Big cinematic film releases. HBO. HBO Max subscriptions. You've got a lot that you can get money from. You just have to treat it right. Um, Because you don't really hear about like. Sony. Or Disney. Or any of these big studios. uh, Like Fox is part of Disney now anyway. Having money problems. You don't really tend to hear about it. In fact what we've heard from Disney recently. Is like records of like. Um, stream uh, uh, subscription numbers for Disney Plus, and obviously they've got like Hulu and FX and stuff. But Warner Brothers have still got like, I mean, obviously CW's up for sale. They've still got they've still got one of the biggest streaming services in the game, which is um, HBO and HBO Max. Because the way I, and again, I'm not really like business person or whatever, um, and I don't work for this company. I, I don't work for Warner Brothers, but. The way I am the way I would look at this, and again, the way I would look at it is possibly quite different as the way somebody like David Zaslav would look at this. You need to just kind of... And again, this is easy for me to say. David Zaslav might have a reply to me like, no, we can't do this because of A, B and C or whatever and this, that and the other. They put out a trailer the other day, right? You've got like things like The Last of Us TV show coming out. You've got a new Game of Thrones TV show that just started. Had like record breaking numbers. You've got Emmy winning and nominated stuff like Barry. Succession. You've got things like Hacks as well. Which people seem to really like. You've still got your DC stuff. You've still got Harry Potter. You've still got Game of Thrones. We're talking big, big, big IP. And regardless of what you think of like, the latest DC films and stuff. DC is still a huge, huge label. To me, this comes down to long-term um, lack of planning. Because um, I'll admit, I- I'll admit to, to give David Dazlov a bit of slack here, to cut him a bit of slack. You got handed DC in a very messy, wonkily scheduled uh, situation. Right, you got handed a plate of food that was messy and uncooked, and there was some there were some bits on the plate of food that you could work with. But then you've got like the Ezra Ezra Miller situation dumped on you. You've got the Amber Heard situation dumped on you. Fantastic Beasts didn't do well, Um, but you've still got like it's not what I'm trying to say is it's not as if like oh okay yeah you have loads of debt okay fine I I don't know exactly how all that would have happened because. Two or three billion of debt. Whatever it is. And again the number will change over time. Is not a small amount of debt. But. Are you really at a situation. And and again I don't know how much it costs. To like you know release films. And marketing and all this kind of stuff. Obviously you've got to market these films. Um, Because then you're kind of relying on like. Th- this uh, Florence Pugh film. And Black Adam like. How much is Black Adam going to make at the box office? Because um, don't forget, like, okay, so you, so you equate this to you, you're in debt of a few billion, right? Anyway, I, don't, I don't mean to keep going back to Disney and Marvel and stuff, but D- Disney as a whole, not just Marvel, have made over the last couple of years, it's changed a little bit, pandemic and stuff like that. Eight, I would say roughly 800 million to a billion on average per film. That not for every single film, I know Lightyear didn't do as well, unfortunately, and that type of stuff. So it's not I'm not talking about every single film. So if you've got debts of let's say three billion, let, let's round it off to the higher number, three billion, right? If Black Adam comes back, you pay Dwayne however much you're gonna pay him. Let's say that that makes eight hundred million at the box office. How much of that can you then put towards your debt? and don't forget, right, Aquaman this film which I think, I I honestly can't even remember the old dates because they've all been moved around, at some point was scheduled for December, Batgirl was scheduled for December I think Aquaman was scheduled for March, don't forget the first Aquaman film made a billion dollars I've got my own thoughts and you know, whatever about how that happened I think mainly because of Jason Momoa as Aquaman, uh, and not because of It Was Aquaman uh but again that's just my own kind of like whatever um so if you're looking right at aquaman and black adam Dwayne johnson big name because it doesn't really matter how good both these films are because if you're a public audience member and you think like okay don't worry about what critics think or whatever or preview reviews and that sort of stuff black adam Dwayne johnson's a big name jason momoa's aquaman did very well people really like him in that role i really like him in that role um, maybe they felt that they couldn't take a punt on this film, on, on Aquaman, and say, like, hey, first one made a billion dollars. Because if you come away, and again, this is hypothetical, this is just me This is me trying to guess at numbers and how things could turn out, right? So I could be wrong about this stuff. If you're looking you're thinking, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, big, big guy in the industry, big guy in the industry. Not everybody likes him, whatever. You might not be excited for Black Adam. I'm not particularly excited for Black Adam. But I'm not talking about, like, quality of film. Because, again, I... Me and many, many others can go and get their Black Adam tickets. I don't know how good that film will be until I see it. I can make my own judgement about the trailers and Black Adam as a character and whatever that means. But once that box office money's gone in, it's gone in. Regardless of how good the film actually is. And if Aquaman 2 is like dumb fun in water with Aquaman. Cool, if it's that, then it's that. But you've got two films there that could make a good chunk of money is what I'm saying and I don't know what exactly you need to do with that money, again do you need to put that in certain people's pockets or how much of that money goes to whatever, but what I'm saying is you've got two films there that could make a good decent chunk of money and with Shazam too. please don't wedge this in between two big releases, if we remember with the first film, 2019 I think it was, Shazam was wedged in between Captain Marvel and Avengers Endgame I think... What was it? I can't remember the exact dates. There was a couple of months in between. Captain Marvel came out in like April, May or something. And Avengers Endgame. Huge, huge, huge film. Right. Um, was, I think, two months after. And the month in between that, I think, was Shazam. So, probably best if you don't do that again. Because I think one of one of Shazam's release dates... Was like right next to Avatar 2. Not a good idea. Not a good idea. Um And again, Zachary Levi. People love him. I really like the first Shazam film. Um I'm looking forward to Shazam 2. It's going to be fun. It's supposed to be more fun and light hearted and stuff. It looks like it's going to be good. Got Helen Mirren in there. I think that's her name. Um Who's cool and everything. So that's got some... Th- these films have got things going for them. People love... Zachary Levi people love the first Shazam it didn't make a lot of the box office but again it was wedged in between two big Marvel films which was like the end of one of their big you know, phases so as big as DC is as a property probably best to move it away from some bigger films uh, and get, get give it give it some breathing room is what I'm trying to say you know um, so yeah uh, probably best if you if you put it in a better place. Uh, so don't put it near an Avatar film, don't put it near a Star Wars film, don't put it near a Marvel film, just just give it room to breathe. Look for somewhere in the schedule where you can put this, which makes sense. Because um, again, regardless of what the release dates are right now, they will probably change again, apart from Black Adam, which is scheduled for October. But like I said, these three films, Aquaman uh, 2, Shazam 2, Black Adam, have got certain things going for them. Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Zachary Levi, Shazam, Jason Momoa as Aquaman. People love uh, those in certain ways. So, um, yeah. So, But again, if, if David Zaslav said to me, Okay, Matt, here's our books, here's why we can't release two films. And I may then look at that and be like, Oh, no, you can't release two films. So again, I don't know that side of things. I'm just saying in terms of like, Okay, the films that you're choosing to move out of the way, Aquaman your first one made a billion dollars so do you have to move it out of this year um or away from where it is do you, do you have to move Shazam too because um, there is a bit of a gap right like right now um so we just had nope come out and some other films i mean what what's the big film right now that's come out like thor's kind of come and gone a bit that was a few that was a month or so ago that's got out on disney plus soon uh, Black Panther, which is going to be huge, that's not out until November. So we're in, we're at the end of August right now. Uh, you've got films like Elvis, people love Elvis, obviously. Huge, huge name, huge, huge film. Um, then you've got, uh, I mean, they don't want to get in the way of their own film, which is Black Adam. So you've got that for October, which is wedged in a good place. Um, obviously the Florence Pugh, Harris Styles film is a bit on the lowest end, but people like those two um people. I like Florence Pugh and that. I think the film looks interesting. Um so you've got a little bit of room right now. Like I'm talking right now where you like could you could you have made this a summer twenty twenty two release? Was it just not ready for that? because um, I think the film's done, isn't it? But again, then the next big thing is is uh Black Adam anyway and you want to give that some room to breathe so which you've just about done because black adam october and then i mean black black Panther: wakanda forever is going to be a massive film i will be shocked and stunned if that doesn't make a billion um again you've got some covid ish sort of stuff going on but people are getting back to the cinema now i think things are like cooling off a bit i'm not saying covid is gone but it's not it's not quite the same before it was like all limited cinema releases and you know you can't sit next to people in the cinema um Things are getting back to normal a bit on that part, given what I've seen from the cinemas in the last couple of months. So, yeah, and this is Black Panther. Like, you've got you've got lots and lots of things going for that film. So, um, see, if you were to release like Shazam in, let's say, like a month after Black Panther, that would have been a bad idea. So, anyway, anyway, um, but that's all that stuff. Um, we'll get, we'll get these films at some point. Hopefully, they won't get cancelled like Batgirl. Uh, and yes I do plan to watch and review Black Adam. I have no idea what I'm going to think of it. My expectations are not high. Because I don't know why they should be. Um, but it's going to be an interesting film from, from DC. Nonetheless. Uh, Black Panther. Very very excited for. Because that's got a lot of things going for it. So good stuff there. Uh, so that's all the film delay stuff. I, I've been reading some other stuff about like, Flash possibly getting delayed. We'll get to Flash in a minute. Let's talk about Batman, shall we? Change gears a bit. Talk about Black, uh, talk about Batman. Um, yeah. So there was some news, some Instagram posts that came out recently. Uh, Jason Momoa apparently had um, uh, what's his name, Ben Affleck, in his trailer, of course trailer where they go to sit and they take a break in the film studio. and that, uh, and he did a little video. He put it all over social media, like Twitter and Instagram, and that. And there was a quick shot of Ben Affleck. Uh, who of course played, or plays, I don't don't even know which word to use, played, plays, going to play, is playing, what are we doing here, Um, was and is sort of Batman at the moment, Uh, and then he put out an Instagram post later to say, hey, um, back with my buddy and all this type of thing, he looked very happy, Ben Affleck looked happier than he has in the past, obviously he's had his issues, hopefully he's okay, hopefully he's doing well, um... So, the... I don't know if this was like completely confirmed, but one of the very, very heavy news-related things that were put out is that Ben Affleck's Batman is going to appear in Aquaman 2. Instantly, that gets me more excited for Aquaman 2. Um, I don't know in what capacity. But there's a lot of talk at the moment about... Okay so like what 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 are you what is going on with Batman and this has been a discussion point for like over a year now is Ben in is he out what are you doing with Michael's Batman you've got Robert's Batman as well you've got three different people playing Batman what are you doing with them all Um I keep I keep hearing things about like And again this is just very very like messy to talk about so like what what I'm saying and everything might not all happen this is all kind of this is all very scattered all over the place so things can change at any point it feels like anyway that michael's batman was kind of maybe sort of supposed to be in aquaman 2 but because of the flash or because of batgirl or whatever he's been taken out and ben's batman's been put in here's my main point about swapping batman actors around is this isn't just recasting batman Ben's and Michael's Batman are are both very different ones and if you're going to be like pluck one out put one in take this film pluck one out put one in there like just just swap them all swap them like the little puzzle pieces that don't fit or like I don't know whatever. Michael's Batman is very much a Batman beyond retired sort of like you know sort of Batman. Michael, uh, Ben's one is one... Because we have three different ones at the moment, right? Roberts is, like, the young one that's year one, like, training. is He's the young Batman that you can build off for ten years off of whatever, you know. Ben's is, like, in his prime middle-aged Batman. And Michael is a bit of the older one that's the retired sort of Batman Beyond one. So if you're going into your different films... Because it's supposed to be Batgirl, which is dead now anyway, apparently, or whatever. Uh Been cancelled. You've got the Flash, which has got both of them in. Or supposed to have both of them in. And then you've got Aquaman, which um, is supposed to have... Was maybe supposed to have Michael's one in, but then swap, was swapped out for Ben's. It, 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 would, it would be different if, like... Let's say you took Michael out of the equation and it was Christian Bale's Batman. You can kind of, like, swap his and Ben's Batman out a bit simultaneously. Because they're both kind of, like, roughly that sort of same in their prime Batman. Batman, batman but in terms of like dialogue story character development all these very important things that make up a film and what these batmen have both done i mean because ben's batman spent a fair bit of time with um aquaman he's been in the justice league film and all that kind of stuff they spent a lot you know there's there's some canon there whether you want to say the justice league or Zack's Justice League as canon. Which, whichever one. They were both in both of those films together. As, in, as Justice League members. So. You, you couldn't simply have a scene. Let's say there's a scene in Aquaman 2. Where Batman is talking to Aquaman. Or Bruce Wayne is talking to Aquaman. And one of the written pieces of dialogue. For the film. Is them talking about something that's happened. That they've both been in. You can't have Michael's Batman in that scene. Because it won't make any sense. Because jason's aquaman has never met michael's batman you're talking about a batman from 89 <laughs> as opposed to the modern day one so you like you couldn't just have a scene of like oh i remember when wonder woman or superman did that thing and you've got michael's batman going like yeah i remember that happening and i remember fighting steppenwolf and seeing Darkseid, and you know joker was here and all this sort of stuff like that won't make any sense So, again, you can't just pluck one out and put one in, because you'd have to rewrite your dialogue, um, unless that is what they're doing, which, in case, you're going to need to do reshoots and stuff and like... If the the DCEU is going to attempt any sort of canon, fitting Batman in where it's supposed to be is a pretty big deal, don't you think? Putting the right Batman in the right film with the right dialogue that makes sense, based on past, present, and future events... Um is quite important. So you can't just simply like pluck Ben's Batman out, put Michael's in and have the same dialogue because it won't make any sense and it will look quite silly, I think. Um so yeah, anyway, the the plan was at one point apparently uh Michael's ba- uh yeah, Michael's Batman was going to be in that, but Ben's is in there, which Ben's Batman being in there makes more sense, that is my that is the preferred thing. So that is better. Um how this will work out with The Flash, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Because um, again, if... Because like, you had a similar situation, right? Big reintroduction of Michael's Batman was supposed to initially happen in The Flash. That's where it was supposed to happen. That film's been me, been moved here, there, and everywhere. Then he was supposed to be in the Batgirl film, which got cancelled. Um, And then now you swapped out sort of michael's batman with ben's batman in the um aquaman film but is aquaman actually going to come out before or after the flash how will that affect things and canon and story and what characters have gone through in character development there's so many elements to that that are so important where if you're going for some sort of canon or your audience to understand your films in any sense you need to sort out. You need to sort out what Batman's going to be in what film. And what they're going to be saying and doing. Because you can have them both in the same film. In The Flash. I don't know how that's all going to work. And again you've got no Terry McGuinness anywhere in sight. So I don't know what you're doing with that. It's just amazing that you had all these You had all these plans for Michael's Batman. And not one of them has been mentioned to be a Batman Beyond film. Wouldn't that be the first thing that you'd do? <laughs> for like oh we're gonna we're gonna call up michael and or call his agent or whatever and get him to play batman he's kind of fits batman beyond perfectly no he's gonna be in the flash no he's gonna be in aquaman 2 no he's gonna be in batgirl now why aren't you putting him in why aren't you putting him in a in a in a batman beyond film that's the one that everybody asks for um I mean I can't remember when the Batman Beyond cartoon was. But people have been wanting a live action. Like before Before any of this discussion was even happening about Michael coming back. People have been wanting him to do a Batman Beyond film for years. And years and years. And this is what you're deciding to do now. So we'll see how all that goes. <sighs> yeah. Again I want to look forward to this stuff. I want to be excited for it. But it kind of needs to make sense first for me to be excited for it. Again, I think what David Zaslav needs to do at some point... I don't know when this could be... Because we're not getting a fandom this year. We had Comic-Con, which was an embarrassment for DC, I think, still. Um, D- DC and David Zaslav needs to, at some point... Just set, settle all this down. Pick some actual release dates. Get these films done. Get them finished. Um... Decide what you're going to do after this. Because you've still got like Batman 2. Wonder Woman 3. What's happening with things like Blue Beetle. Where the hell does that all fit in. And everything else. Um, And just say like. Nope these are our dates. These are what are happening. This is who's playing who in what film. um, And give us a timeline. It's so useful when. Like Marvel goes to Comic Con. Kevin Feige goes to Comic Con. And he's like hey. this date, These things might might move around a, a little bit. But. Here's like here's when you're getting Fantastic Four. Here's when you're getting Avengers. Here's when you get in Quantum Mania. Uh, Daredevil's gonna, gonna appear in these things and in his own series, and it's like it, it's planned. You need to come up with a plan because people are getting bored, people are getting frustrated, people are getting annoyed. Um, at the end of the day, what you want is to have your films be good. Obviously, that's the main thing. But you're a big, big film studio. You well, I thought you had a lot of money. Apparently, you don't. Um, So yeah, it's time to just like... Maybe just... If you haven't got a plan figured out right now... And if you haven't got the ability to come out like tomorrow or next month with a plan... Just go away for a bit. Just go away for a while. Just go away, figure out what you're doing... And then come back and tell me. Or not, not just me, making it sound like it's all about me. Then come back and tell your audience. And stop changing things. Stop moving films about all over the place. Um... Because, I mean, there's investors involved in this as well. There's other business things involved in this as well. You've got, like, quarterly earnings that you've got to meet and all this kind of stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. Alright, so let's move off of the... Uh, well, we've got one more thing to talk about with uh, Batman, which is the Batman 2 getting greenlit. We know that one of them will be showing up somewhere. Of course, that's still the uh, still the disconnected. Uh, Matt Reeves, Robert Pattinson... Uh, trilogy what's well, intended to be a trilogy hopefully actually gets the trilogy um again i i liked the first film i did review it here on entertainment talk back in march i had my issues with things like the pacing and the way the detective storyline was handled um but i didn't i didn't think it was bad i liked the cut the, my cut the casting was my favorite part of it um there was a few scenes that didn't quite work for me and a few things that didn't work for me but you know hopefully the batman 2 can come out and it can uh, improve on some of those things. I will say, however, and this isn't any disrespect to the cast or to Matt Reeves. If David Dazlov called me tomorrow and said, hey, Matt, we can um do a Ben Affleck trilogy, right? Do that Deathstroke film that we knew was going to be really good, really action-packed and that. You can get one or the other. Let's say that hypothetically David Zaslav called me and said that. I would quite happily kill this Batman trilogy. The the, the Batman one for a Ben Affleck trilogy. One of the main reasons for that is because Ben Affleck as Batman was my favourite one. And I think the best Batman. Um, Also what you kind of do there is you still have a the batman film but ben's the only person in at least in live action from my understanding the only person in live action because there was that little uh adam west tv film which isn't quite like cinematic stuff and whatever but um that was still a batman film with his uh version i think ben affleck is the only live action batman to not have his own solo film so you'd at least get that but if you're if you're gonna basically, ask, if you would ask me, right, would I prefer to get the finish trilogy with the Batman two and the Batman three with Robert's Batman and like I love Zoe Kravitz and all the all those uh, people, which is much more detective driven, not as much in the action way, that type of Batman, or I can get a full on like more warehouse type BVS scenes with a Ben Affleck Batman. I'm going to pick Ben Affleck's Batman. But obviously that's a hypothetical. And we are getting the Batman 2. I think they will probably finish this trilogy. Um, I think in in terms of the spin-offs. I'm not really bothered about them. Like the Penguin one. And the Arkham uh, series and stuff. Um, So yeah. But but one of the reasons for that as well. Is I'm I'm a bit tired like everybody else. Of getting Batman TV shows without Batman. And I think that's what those were supposed to be. So and I don't even like penguin as a character. <laughs> so I got no interest really in watching a penguin led film because I don't like that character. He's, he's probably one of my least favorite of the Batman rogues. Um and the Arkham the Arkham series that they pitched basically just sounds like a higher budget version of Gotham which would also not have Batman in it I don't even know if this would have Bruce Wayne in it because at least Gotham had Bruce Wayne in it and you had like Catwoman and that was a really good dynamic there with uh, Alfred and everything I really liked that sort of trio dynamic I don't think that would even have that because I think this Arkham series coming up is supposed to just be focused on the villains Batman's got great villains but I just wouldn't care again because we we explored that already with Gotham. And granted, that wasn't gonna be that isn't that wasn't what this is going to be, which is a higher budget version of it on HBO Max. I just we, we we did it already. We did it already. I I want more Bat Family and Batman content. So if you're pitching to me like a TV show without him, two TV shows without him, one of which focuses on a villain that I don't even like, and one of which that focuses on something we've kind of already seen and Gotham wasn't even that long ago it's not like we're sort of 10 years removed from Gotham it wasn't even that long ago so because one thing I would go, what one thing I would be up for which this will probably never happen, if you brought I think the names were David and Ka- Cameron, the the ones that played Catwoman Christina Carl and, and Bruce Wayne if you could do a Gotham sequel series tone down the madness a bit, tone down the off the wall stuff a bit, actually tone it down a lot, give it a higher budget, give it some better writers and directors. Bring back the exact same cast because if if Gotham did one thing really well, it was its casting. Uh bring back that, exa- that exact same cast um and have not in have a stuntman obviously in the suit and then have scenes where he takes off his cowl and all that sort of stuff. Um forget about the no no disrespect to it, but forget about the older version of Catwoman. Have a sequel series where you actually have a... It would be really, really young, obviously. It would be what, like... What was it character? 14 or something? 14, 15, 16, roughly? He'd be very, very young. So it would be a raw version of Batman. I would be up for seeing that. I I would watch a whole series of that. Not just a season. But if you brought back all the same cast people... um, You wrote it better and toned down all the madness... And then gave me a, just call it Batman, honestly, just just call it Batman, TV show, whatever. um, And have David and Cameron back in their roles. Because they had a great dynamic, I really like their dynamic. And you also bring, um, I can't remember the guy's name, but the the guy that played Alfred in that show was really, really good. Jim Gordon I wasn't quite so big on, but bring him back as well. I would watch that, that would be a good show, I think. Um, Again, with new writers, bigger budget, improve the show. I would much rather have that over an Arkham series. But again, that's what's kind of what's going on with the uh, Matt Reeves-verse. Because we have so many different universes in this thing. So, there's that. But um, I will watch the Batman 2. I will just hope that it improves on the first one. And we'll probably get a third one as well. Um, so that's the Batman situation. <laughs> uh, let's finish off on the Flash. Ezra Miller. Some of you may have heard of them before, so Ezra Miller came out and made a statement, and they said that uh, they are sorry for everything that they did and all this kind of stuff, and they are they are dealing with complex mental health issues, and that Ezra is seeking help. There is a good part to this, and there is a part that I can't get past. If Ezra has decided that they um, can, not even tone down, stop doing what they are doing, and seek some sort of help, that is a good thing. Because outside, you've got to think about this in other ways as well, because these are people, these are real people in these films, that are either making the films, starring in them, or working on them or whatever, right? These are real people that have real lives and consequences, So forget the Flash film for just a minute. Forget the actual, forget whether it's going to be good, bad, whatever. Forget the Flash film for a minute. Ezra Miller is still a person. Uh, And regardless of what you think of that person, we've all got probably our own opinions on Ezra Miller. Uh, They are still a person and so are the people around them, the people in their lives. And we have to think about those people as well. Because as much as I am not looking forward to the Flash as a film, I've got obviously my question marks on it. I want Ezra Miller to be okay. Because why would I want Ezra Miller to be harmed? Now, I think Ezra Miller is not a nice person. I think Ezra Miller is... uh, How how do I want to phrase this? I don't want to make him sound like the Joker. Like that sort of level of criminal insanity. But I would label Ezra... As a dangerous... Person. And as a person who was done criminal things um if i myself this is just my own view if you if again if you are somebody that supports and again i support ezra in terms of them getting help and getting better but i don't support their actions or them as an actor or them being the flash anymore i don't support those things but i support the idea of ezra getting help and getting better and getting themselves and the people around them out of a bad very very bad very very dark situation I support that, obviously. I do not want Ezra Miller to get hurt. I do not want Ezra Miller to end up hurting themselves worse than that. I don't want Ezra Miller to hurt other people. Um, because health and safety of people and their lives is what matters the most. Because um, The Flash could be absolute crap. But I want Ezra Miller to still be okay. I want the director and everybody, all the people involved to be okay. I myself, my own view, if I was going to an event... Let's say a convention which Ezra shouldn't be near any conventions any time soon anywhere, or if I was in the vicinity in the area of Ezra Miller, I would not be comfortable around that person. Not because of, you know, non-binary or obviously support non-binary people. Not nothing to do with like how Ezra views themselves as a person. Obviously, you know, got the non-binary stuff. Uh, I think Ezra's. Queer as well that, that's nothing to do with any of that but to do with their actions as a person i myself would not feel comfortable around ezra Miller, whether it was to talk to ezra be around them um any anything like that um because their actions and movements have been unpredictable and dangerous and really quite worrying really quite worrying so that that's just that's just my view on it. If you're somebody who's a big, 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 big fan of Ezra, and you support them, and you kind of recognise they've done some bad stuff, but you'd still like to be around Ezra, that is up to you. I would advise against that, but that is up to you. I cannot control what you do in regards to that situation. Um, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and talk about everything that Ezra's done. You can do some googling. It's it's not even that hard to find. In fact, it's so not hard to find that around the last couple of months. I'm someone, I've not even looked up Ezra Miller information, it's just been there, it's just been, so I, I, like, it's not even sort of, you don't even really need to, well you might need to now, you don't even need to look very hard to find the information, because most of us were finding the information without even looking for it, because it was, so much of it was in the news, and so much of it was happening, right, um, My suggestion from, I think it was, when did I do the episode? I did an episode a while ago, this was back in like February or something, called uh, DC Talk, you know, uh, what should Warner Brothers do with The Flash and Ezra Miller. I still maintain the same outlook, which I don't know how this would work out financially, and again I don't work for Warner Brothers, I don't know how that would work, I'm just making a suggestion. The film is not currently scheduled to be out until June 2023, which is about another... 11 months, we're going to be into September soon so uh, my suggestion is to use that time first of all to yes get Ezra the help that they need and wh- whatever the wh- whatever ha- needs to happen with that needs to happen, and it needs to happen as soon as possible all that type of stuff um, I want to get back to the subject of Ezra themselves in a minute, but I just want to talk about the film for a second um, is to use the deep fake type technology like they do in the Mandalorian Pick a new actor if you want to do. Aud- you should be you should be doing auditions right right now. By the way, for the Flash, because it the, Warner Brothers can't bring them back. That you can't bring Ezra Miller back after this. You've got enough trouble with trying to get the film on the ground. And as I mentioned to David on Geek Town, is it this week? Last uh, last time I was on recent uh, recent episode. If Warner Brothers decided in a situation to say hey Ezra's gotten help they've gotten better releasing the film everything's all good and rosy well not good and rosy but better right let's say that that happens let's say that Warner Brothers then says The Flash 2 or whatever film Ezra Miller's returning as The Flash what do you then do if you're partway through filming or too far into filming or finished filming and Ezra has a relapse of some kind I don't know if that's the right word to use Um, has a setback and decides to get involved in whatever antics again. You'd then end yourself up in the exact same situation. And that just doesn't make any sense. What makes sense to do. Is get Israel the help that they need. Whatever way shape or form that needs to happen in. Um, get get them the help that they need. Uh, release this film in whatever way you can. Get it out. Get it promoted and again, whatever way you can. Um... And then recast the flash and just move on. That's just the best thing to do, because there are other people to think about as well. There are people that are editing this film. There are. There's the director. There's the rest of the cast. There's us as the audience. There's you know people like David Zasloff. Other people that have to deal with this situation from the other from the business side as well. Because um, not just it's not just Ezra in this film, and that's it. It's uh, other people have worked on this as well, putting their hard work into this film. So yeah but my suggestion as I said use the time that you have right now you need to be recasting Ezra Miller right now be doing auditions and there's probably some shortlisted names um get the auditions in um and pick one of pick an actor digitally put their face onto Ezra just like like you do in the Mandalorian like when you have the young Luke Skywalker and again it's going to look a bit off like you can tell with the Mandalorian. That that's what's being done. But it's a solution. And it doesn't have Ezra's face. In like almost every scene. It might be expensive. But. It, it, in, my, in my eyes. Way to me to look at this. You either. Because they put out this like three option thing. Which is like whatever. Fine. Um, the two options I'm looking at. Both of which involve. Getting Ezra help, that's... Okay, d- d- apparently doing that right now. I don't know, obviously, all the details of that, but Ezra's trying to seek help right now. Do, do that. Do whatever you need to do with that. Um, option one, I would say, which is the easiest option, will cost a bit of money, but again, if you turn this around in a good way and you take Ezra out of the situation, people might actually be more encouraged to see your film and you might make more money at the box office, which will be financially good. You recast Ezra um you choose uh so you put that person's face on covering Ezra's face in the film you put that together as a film you bring out your new actor you promote them talk about them and everything else then you can actually put a trailer together I'll talk about trailers in a minute and then yeah you can have I'm making it sound quite simple obviously it's not as simple as what I'm saying I'm just making a suggestion um you do that and then basically you have you have a new face for people to look at I'm not saying there's anything wrong with Ezra's face but it's attached to Ezra and that comes with with issues the issues that we know about because the other thing that's that's option one so you you recast Ezra you do that right now you digitally re- replace the face and you don't need to do that in I've sort of talked about this before by the way, you don't need to do that in every single scene. There's gonna be scenes where Flash is running about, there's gonna be scenes surely of the Flash from behind, from the side, there's gonna be other shots of other characters. Those scenes you actually don't need to do anything to, because as as long as a scene doesn't show Ezra's face, you don't actually need to do anything with it. You only need to do that with and again, a lot of scenes with Ezra's face in them, they are playing two different versions of the Flash. So it's it'll be a lot of work but it wouldn't be the entire film. Um so yeah, and then you can put trailers together and and things like that. That's that's option 1 for me. Option 2 is you don't do any of that. You have the finished version of this film with Ezra all over it because he's the they are the main star twice kind of. You then somehow because we we need another trailer. You need to promote this film. You somehow and this, this is the part that I genuinely don't under. If they take the option of keeping Ezra in this film, this is the this next part is going to be arguably more difficult, which is the promotion side. You look at that Shazam trailer. The shazam 2 trailer he makes references to flash aquaman batman in those shots of flash aquaman batman the shots of batman and aquaman are uh, ben's and jason's versions and they are shots with their faces clearly in them batman's got his cowl on but you know it's Ben Affleck's batman the shot of the flash whether it was intentional or not is from behind so it doesn't show ezra's face is it a coincidence was it shot like that a long time ago Again, this Ezra stuff hasn't been going on in a few months. It's been going on a lot longer than that. So I'm going to guess that this trailer was new, newer, put together. So if you're doing that in the Shazam, in the Shazam trailer, and you're going to keep Ezra Miller in this film, how are you promoting it? Because surely, if if you upload like YouTube, DC's YouTube channel, the Flash, it's going to get flooded with dislikes. It's going to get flooded with comments, unless you switch the comments off, which will just be more of a sign. It's going, to get, it's going to get flooded with Ezra's done this, Ezra's done that, Ezra, Ezra, Ezra. No one will even be really talking about like the other characters or what's going on or the plot or the if the trailer was any good. It's going to be flooded with dislikes, it's going to be flooded with Ezra Miller comments. If on Twitter or on Facebook they put out a new poster, say hey, Flash June 2023, it's not going to be oh look at the cool poster or look at the bad poster. It's going to be Ezra Miller, Ezra Miller, Ezra Miller. And then you've got, at least here in the UK, you've got bus advertisements. You've got uh, posters in the cinema, where Ezra's face, again, is going to be front and centre. How are you going to do that? And what, are you just going to take the backlash on, on the chest? Like, just you're just going to take it all and then just, like, how many people are even then going to see this film? Um, but you've got the, t- I don't know how long all that CG face replacement would take to do. I don't know what you do about the voice stuff. Unless you re-record those lines. I don't, I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but th- th- those are just some of my suggestions. De- deepfake is, is kind of the way to go. Because how else do you remove Ezra from this film? Unless you don't. But if you don't, how do you... There's two main questions, right? If you don't remove Ezra from this film... How do you promote it and how do you put it out? And... If not, then then like, yeah... So, I don't know, I don't know, it's a, it's a bad situation, and I feel really, like, you, you go back and watch that video of Sasha Kali being cast as Supergirl, like Andy Muschietti, talking to her, she was delighted, she was over the moon, it was such a nice moment, no one's talking about that anymore, no one's talking about Sasha Kali as Supergirl, it's all Ezra, 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 um, and I, you know, I was looking forward to seeing her as Supergirl. I was curious to see what they're going to do with the two Batmen. Don't forget there's two Batmen in this film as well. Um, This was was supposed to be like Michael's big return. We don't know where that's even going to happen now. Or what film that's going to happen in. So, yeah. But, honestly, if you go back to... it It was either 2020 or 2018. I can't remember. I think it was 2018. When The Flash was in production and Ezra choked that girl to the floor. You should have acted immediately after that. Because if you acted back then and you sorted something out... And you either delayed by not shooting anything... Not shooting any film... You could have solved all this problem ages ago. And The Flash probably would have been out by now. So don't forget that The Flash... what way did this happen? That the announcement of... I think it was either the announcement of Ezra or the announcement of The Flash was made the week of or the week before the flash TV show with Grant Gostin premiered and next year when this film's supposed to come out, the flash will be finishing nine seasons of TV. hmm so basically the flash has been able to get its entire series run basically completely finished by the time this film comes out and the the series is how many hours 23 something episodes for nine years. And the Flash is at best a two-hour, twenty-two-hour-ish film, <laughs> and you couldn't get it out before. Uh, yeah, um, it's basically the equivalent of about what three episodes of the Flash, roughly. So yeah, but um, anyway, right? T- tell me your suggestions. What do you think that they'd do with the Flash? Because I, d- I just don't know how a company would handle the amount of the amount of backlash you would get. Not not even just from the film being out. Forget the film coming out. Just from a poster or a trailer. Of the Flash. um Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But like I said. I hope Ezra gets the help that they need. Because Ezra is still a human being. And even though that human being might not be a nice person. Or at least from my, what I've seen is not a nice person. um Still don't want them to be harmed. Because don't want that. So. There we go, or anybody else involved in the in the situation that's it for this uh time on d c talk um I was thinking about like okay when, when would I do another one of these again it's this is a case of waiting for loads of news to build up, and we had like film delays and other situations to talk about. I'll say this that if they decide again at some point, which I think that they probably will to move these films around in a bunch. And whatever, I won't do an episode on that. If it's just film delays, I, I've already said my my piece on that. I don't I don't need to do another podcast afterwards. It's like, hey, Aquaman's delayed again. Where does this fit into this? I, I've I've already given my piece, my thoughts on that. So, um, if there's any, if basically when there's a bunch of DC news that gets talked about that is related to actual things happening, like maybe some casting news, maybe some new film announcements. Maybe, and maybe one day, I have not even mentioned his name. And I usually talk about this a lot. Maybe one day, Superman coming coming back. I'm, I remember Superman. Yeah. Um. Somehow, I have not once said Henry Cavill's name throughout this whole... Because that, that's, that's a big, big thing, isn't it? The whole, like, hey, when's he coming back? Is he in Black Adam? All this type of stuff. Just to very quickly touch upon that point... I don't think Henry's in Black Adam. I don't know that. I'm just I'm just guessing based on what that based on the based on me trying to read the room. Um, I don't think he's in that film. Uh, and in terms of me trying to guess like where's Superman gonna come up, is it Henry, is it whatever else? I've got no idea anymore. I just David Zaslov has talked about like, hey, Wonder Woman, Batman, Superman, Flash, kind of our, you know, big Justice League characters. Where's Superman? Where is he? Tell us, tell us, David. Tell us what's going on. We we would like to know. Because um, again, that that's another. I spoke earlier, didn't I, about like Aquaman, Jason Momoa, Shazam, Zachary Levi, Black Adam, Dwayne Rock Johnson. People love Henry Cavill, a Superman. And if you're in fi- if you're in financial constraints and you've got debt, um, obviously I'm saying to you to spend money to make a film. But what I'm saying is box office wise, um, people are going to flood. To the cinemas to see Henry Cavill solo return as Superman. That, that You got a big win. And that would be a good PR win as well. For, like, that would be a big win in terms of PR. And bringing Superman back. Superman who's a very, very, very big character. Henry Cavill being back on screen. If you're looking for ways to get wins. And good PR. And money. You're kind of sitting on—I don't know how big of a goldmine—but you're sitting on some a bit of a goldmine there with Henry Cavill Superman. And look, not everybody likes that version of the character. Some people think it was like too religious or whatever. There's some uh, some religious symboli- symbolism with the Zack Snyder directed uh, Man of Steel. But there's a lot of people out there, myself included, that would love to see him back. So that would be—I'm—I'm just—I'm just I'm just, lab- I'm just laying out on the table. If you got financial issues and you want to make some. Big bucks from some films. That's another option. So, and and also making a really good Wonder Woman three would be very very helpful as well. Because um, that, that that came out on HBO Max, didn't it? That didn't it? That didn't even come out in the cinema, did it? Wonder Woman eighty four. Wonder Woman did, didn't it? That did uh, did very well, from what I remember. Um, I don't think it made a billion, but it, it did very very well. But again, if you're if you're like in a bad financial state, you've got Batman, Wonder Woman, and Superman at your disposal. Do something with it. Do something good with it. Do some good PR. You've got opportunities for some very good PR there. Make people happy. Make people excited. People are interested, but people aren't really happy or excited. You want to do some good stuff like that? You've got Wonder Woman, Batman, and Superman on your hands. And you've got three actors... Attached to those films. Attached to those properties that people like. And aren't problematic. I get that the Flash situation is a, not an easy one. But you've got Wonder Woman. Batman and Superman. What more could you... like? If you're talking about like IP and... Big things to make money from. What more do you need than Wonder Woman, Superman and Batman? Like... Some of the biggest characters in the world. That's not even including Harry Potter, Game of Thrones and everything else that you've got. So... They're not short on options. They're not short on options of how to make money. Certainly. So, um, But yeah. give us You've got lots of IP. Try and do something good with it. You'll get some money. And hopefully end up in a better situation. So there we go. Anyway uh, that's it for this episode. I talked about a lot of things. If you have any thoughts on the things I just talked about. Or any of your own thoughts on. Well anything I just talked about. Your own thoughts or any replies I suppose to what I've had to say what do you think Warner Brothers could do what do you think of all these shifts in release dates and Flash and Batman what do you think they should do with the Flash um I I keep this one last little thing on the Flash by the way I keep seeing people suggesting just recast him uh, them um yes recast Ezra but you've still got the situation which is the fact that the Flash is shot with Ezra in it so yes recast But that doesn't solve the... Recasting is actually the easy part of that. The problem that you've got is... You've got a shot Flash film with a problematic actor. So it's not just... Oh, recast them. Yes, but... You've got a $200 million film fully shot with a problematic actor. That's the actual problem here. So uh, anyway, what do you think they should do with the Flash? Do you think they should do what I suggested? The deepfake stuff? Do you think that won't work? Do you think it's silly? Whatever else... Um, because how do you put out a trailer? How do you do that? Anyway, uh, Matthew at EntertainmentTalk.org, Twitter, eTalkUK, there's a contact page and information in your show notes. Uh, there's also an email box on the website version of the episode um, and the clickable email name in your show notes, so look out for all of that. In the meantime, you can find everything else that we're doing on EntertainmentTalk.org, TV, Games, Films, my Night Podcast, take a look out for it all on there. Uh, we did a bunch of stuff this week. We uh, did another Gaming Talk episode. Pray and Nope film reviews, Better Call Soul series wrap up, we just did that a few hours ago. This, this DC Talk episode, uh, United Cast, May Night Be in Liverpool 2 1, Gaming Talk episode, um, hoping to review another film tomorrow, possibly. And then um, another United Cast Saturday, another one on Thursday, and another Gaming Talk on Sunday. So lots and lots of things to get involved with TV, games, films, May Night Podcast, Entertainment Dog and podcast platforms entertainment talk if you want to support us in other ways you can simply tell other people about what we're doing whether they're dc fans or they watch tv or watch films which most of us do so uh, you might not play video games but most of most of us watch tv and films so uh, tell other people about what we're doing and where they can find it either by just telling them telling them or using social media uh patreon five dollar ten dollar level tiers ad free podcast review options have uh, a look out for that as well on our Patreon page. If you want some updates about DC stuff, DC TV films, casting news, air dates, renewals, cancellations, pickups, TV and film news. Da- David got you covered. Not David Zasloff. David Elliot, the one that runs Geek Town. Um, GeekTown.co.uk, Geektown Radio for all of that. Geek Town Radio episodes drop on Tuesday, so look out for the episode from two days ago on Tuesday. Look out for that one. Bex is still streaming very regularly over on Twitch, Trista B-Y-T-E-S over on Twitch for classic games, Tomb Raider, retro streams, chat streams, lots and lots of fun stuff, you can find her on Twitter and Instagram as well, eTalkUK on Twitch for me, for my gaming streams, if you missed those, the Fever Career Mode episodes and the game clips, you can find those all archived on YouTube, Entertainment Talk Plays, gosh I said all that very quickly didn't I, uh, hopefully you all understood it, if you didn't, all your stuff's in the, in in the show notes, so just look out for that stuff, but hopefully you, yeah, I suppose it's when you say uh, you say an outro for so long it, it becomes muscle memory. Anyway, thanks for listening and I'll catch you next time. Goodbye.